Well, welcome back to the Unique Podcast. My name is Joel. And my name is Tracy. And we are your hosts for this podcast. Well, we're back with our fourth, po- this is the fourth episode. Fourth, yeah. It's very exciting. Didn't think we'd make it this far. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you have the, little faith. The, the, fourth, <laughs> the fourth podcast episode. Um, today, we have some pretty cool things to talk about. We're going to be talking about starting a business and some tips and tricks we've got along the way. Um, but before we do that, we have the segment that's back again called News, news with, with the, the News. news. <laughs> so what's so, your news, Joel? <laughs> well, um, if you can't tell, I'm pretty much losing my voice right now because all day I have been in back-to-back meetings on Zoom and it's like Zoom voice or something, yeah, whatever it's called. it's called Zoom fatigue. I'm pretty much losing my voice because I've had meetings all day. So, And then I saw the podcast episode was booked for today and I was like, okay, you got can this. do Just push it. Through it. But yeah, <laughs> um, that's pretty much what's been happening with me. What's happening with you? Okay, well, I guess um, I took advantage of the beautiful weather that we had over the weekend. It was very nice. And it warm. was lovely. And I replanted some, um, some plants out in my garden. So yes. I'm really excited today to see the rain because that means they're going to settle in really well speaking of your plants that you planted i'm pretty sure our dog zoe didn't she, she did. take some or she ate she some? did she <laughs> i heard came. you yelling this morning <laughs> at like 7 a.m saying get, get out, out of, out of my get yeah, that's it she went down and um she just went to have a look and see what i had planted and decided that she would like she's a big german shepherd so she just stomped all over them <laughs> oh my so that's why she got a little bit of a, a little shout out this morning but anyway all good wow um other than that i've been really busy all week so that's awesome yep. um well to get into again the nitty-gritty of the podcast episode um we're going to be talking about uh how to start a business and a lot of the questions you guys had along the lines of starting businesses we've both been in business for mom's been in business for hundreds of years uh, it's not hundreds of years <laughs> more like like 30 <laughs> Making years me sound really old <laughs> um more like 30 years but it is one of the questions that we do get asked quite a lot uh, when it comes to the business side of things uh, but yeah, so we do have eight simple steps today. So um, make sure you're taking notes, write down every single step that we go through. Uh, Mum, do you want to take it away with the first step that you've got? Yeah, well, I think the first step, you know, people get an idea that they want to be in business. So mm. step one is to determine if you're ready. So a lot of people, not everybody should be in business. And I think that's it's where... very, very true. <laughs> uh, that's where I think... It's you not know, a bad thing either. It's if not you, a bad If you're not things. fit for business, some people are fit for it, some people aren't. So yeah, like you're saying, determine whether you're, yeah, it works de- for you. Yeah, determine whether you are ready for the business, you know, because it's a lot of commitment. And I think that's where people, you know, it affects your lifestyle. It affects your family life. It affects so many aspects to who you are as a person and so you really have to actually do a bit of soul searching I always say Mm. and really make sure Um, I've had numerous conversations with people and said you know like this is the level of commitment that you're going to have to put in and and really you know that's something that I think people need to actually either talk to somebody or you know really talk to themselves about it and go go through the process am I ready for this level of commitment so First step one, determine that, you know, that if you're ready to, to make yeah. that commitment, that level of commitment. That's awesome. Um, what is step two? Step two. Okay. Step two is really, um, I guess, assessing your business idea. Because a lot of people um, either, you know, they'll go into a franchise and that's that's okay. It's all set out for them. Mm. But then other people have business ideas that come up. Yeah, and like startups and things startups, like that. Startups, yeah. you know, they'll go, oh, this is a really great idea for a business. And in their mind, it's a really great idea for a business. But you really actually have to flesh that out. Yeah. And you have to really think like... Is that, you know, one of the questions. Is it viable? Yeah, yeah is it viable? Is, is, yeah. is it really what people want? Yeah. Or is it just a good idea? And, and even with that as well, I found the best way, anytime I had a business idea, 
And even with this new business, like I talked about in the last podcast that I'm starting, I actually asked quite a few people, is this something that people would be interested in? Like, yeah. don't just take your own opinion on that. Ask your friends, ask your family around you because they're going to know better than you if yeah. that business is going to be worth it. You yeah. can tend to be a bit biased. Yeah, because it's true because you get excited. You get excited. That excitement overtakes you. Yeah. And, you know, some ideas of, you know, I've had people ask me on different, you know, oh, like this would be a really great idea. And I'd go, oh, okay. Um, thinking, you know, like... No, in, it's not. In, no, <laughs> no, it's not. And it's not going to make you any money. And, you know, yeah, so yeah. it's it's all those things is, you know, you... You also have to be really careful that um, I like I have one client that has great ideas on business. And the other thing you have to be careful of is that you don't give your ideas away to other people. So, you know, it's, you know, you know, you're assessing, you're assessing your business ideas, but in assessing your business ideas, don't make the mistake of giving your ideas away to other people. Mm. So, how would you say would be the best way? Let's say I have an idea about a certain thing and I wanted to ask people if it's something they're interested in, how, what would be the best way? to me to talk to for me to talk to someone about that business okay so you'd really without giving it away without giving it away okay so depending on what you're what you're doing and depending on to what level the business is is you would actually if it was a really you know i know one person who had a really great idea for business Mm. so we actually got everybody to sign a non-disclosure when they talked about an nda so non-disclosure is um something that you protects your idea and um that way they can't talk about it they can't talk about it with other people so that's one way to protect your idea it's true the other way is you know you just sort of think you know you've got to sort of skirt around the idea and see if you can get just the don't information. give all the details i guess just yeah. don't give the yeah be careful who you speak to like yeah. you know no one trusts the people just don't let your excitement of the idea over, yeah. uh, you know, I like blurted out to everybody. <laughs> That's my problem. I get so excited about all my ideas. I'm like, I just want to tell everyone to so I can see if it you. works. Yeah, we do have to harness nah, you true. every now and again and pull you back in and go, hey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, step two, assess your business ideas yeah. and, and things. Okay, so like, let's look at step three. So build your business plan. Okay. Now, before you get into this, yeah, I am personally not a fan of the typical business plan because I remember when I was in school obviously I dropped out pretty early but I also studied business and they asked us to do business plans and write business plans yeah it was the most annoying and useless thing that I had actually (laughs) had to do in that that course and I found it useless because the amount of detail I had to go into when half the stuff in the business plan you're not going to even know about until you get into the business so like are you talking about like what those the typical business plan that has all the details of every single part of the business like even the ideal client because even that changes a little bit are you talking about that or are you talking about more of like a do you want to just talk about the business plan okay. as a whole yeah like because that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm thought, saying my, yeah. my point for that is like the typical business idea or the business plan is a bit for some people like oh I don't want to write yeah, a plan it's a bit look, silly. I, I think I can answer that really yeah, really yeah. well for you because um I my my business mentor was was you know like he yeah. said to me he said Tracy, you know, business plans can be like, you know, folders and folders thick and yeah. people have them and it's a living, breathing document that they mm. work on. Now, a lot of big corporations have those yeah. because they need to produce how they're, how the business, they're growing. Yeah. But you know what? When you're starting out, it really is like a one to two page document. Yeah. Okay. So it's really, you keep, you know what? My, my principle is keep it simple. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it simple, keep it clear and concise. You know, you do a, a one to two page document, you know, that, that business plan is looking Looking at having things on like, you know, what your goals, like, you know, some simple goals that, you know, you set out, where you're heading, what you want to do. You also, you know, like it would look at like what, what the costing. So, for example, 
you know, the more detailed a business plan is, like if, you know, you have a business that's a startup Mm -hmm. that is just an idea from home and you've got to invest $10,000 or $1,000 to buy, you know, let's say, let's let's take your ring business for argument's sake. That is just, you know, you're going to buy a supply of rings, you're going to then sell them, you know, so you've got to factor in, you know, your your marketing and and things like that. You've got to, you know, got to work all those things out. So a business plan like that for that low end sort of product, just, you know, reselling something is really, really just simple. You know, if you had to go and get finance, Okay, so this is where if you were buying... Yeah, that makes sense when there's all these different aspects of it. So when there becomes a lot more to the business... Even like insurances and stuff too. Exactly. But for your typical business, like startups. Yeah, yeah, for your startup, like, you know, if you're starting up from scratch keep it simple get somebody to help you you know do that business plan and flesh it out but really you know it can get away with one or two pages don't make it bigger than ben hur but you know <laughs> it's a great <laughs> it's yeah. a great old movie um but at the at the same time is then if you've got like let's say you were buying a franchise or something yeah. like that and that's a startup business that's you know somewhere where it's all done for you um then you know you're going to need finance and you're going to have to prove to that you know even to that you know franchise you know people that you have you know finance behind you that you're good to go into this business and you'd be able to manage it so yeah, yeah. having a business plan that then reflects that is is really important that's awesome. so yeah so, so yeah. you know on here it says point five is check your legal obligations okay so we missed point four Oh, my bad. That's all right, John. I'm, I'm a step ahead of you. <laughs> You're but always, yeah, no, I'm too, always, too far. He's <laughs> always a step ahead of me. Sorry, always. point four. Yeah. Point four. We're just making sure everyone's paying attention right now. So yeah, just keep on yeah. track. But point four, choose your business structure. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Cho- choosing a business structure. Okay. So this is where an accountant, a really good accountant comes in handy. Mm. So, you know, like usually when you start out in business, you start out as a sole trader. Yeah. Depends again on the size of the business because some businesses are like bigger. So, you know, yeah. you, you might have a business where you register for GST straight away. So, you yeah. know, there are all those sorts of questions. When do I register for GST? When do I, you know, just be a sole trader? Yeah. When do I become a partnership? When am I a company? Yeah. So, again, get some good advice depending on the size of the business. But most startups just start up very simple and um, they would start up as a sole trader. So yeah. that way you're actually just, you know, and one tip I would say right from the, you know, from, from the beginning is make sure you keep great records of your finances, okay? Because <laughs> that's where people true. go, you know, that, that structure, in that within that structure of starting a business, make sure that you've actually got like, you know, a simple accounting system that you know keeps a record of what's coming in what's going out and yeah. you all know your transactions, all your transactions because then that's going to help you understand your business better so mm. also you know, on top of that as well i kind of wish i did this at the start is keep all your receipts or like just take photos of them or use like dext or whatever any receipt platform most of the time your accounting software can actually you can track the receipts in there too yeah. but always keep track of the receipts just for future even if you feel like it's pointless well, that's in case you get audited yeah but it's always <laughs> good to keep track of them i haven't been audited but you, you always want to be careful and you know well be you ready keep, in business. technically you have to keep your receipts for seven years in business wow, seven years seven years in business. even i'm learning stuff from this so yeah, <laughs> i hope everyone's go. taking notes <laughs> so you better yeah you better keep your receipts because then you know if you do ever get audited by the tax office and that's because if some people claim things or you know sometimes the tax yeah. office will actually target businesses so this yeah, is a bit wow. of a sideline so but back to why we keep our receipts is because you need to know where you're spending your money and you need to know if it's a tax deduction or not a tax deduction mm. so yeah 
All right, so now we're up to okay. You can you can go. You <laughs> well, go now we're up five. to five. Um, <laughs> this is take two, but we're now up to five. So checking your legal obligations. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Okay. So checking our legal obligations really means that you know. Um, so depending on the business that you're going into. So for example, if you were going into some of the trades in industries yep. and starting up, you would have to have licenses. You would have to yeah, pay. You know, make sure certifications that you know you, you're qualified. So you'd have to make sure that you know what your legal obligations and are my insurances like you know if you start to employ people you know you've got to make yeah. sure that you've got workers comp you've got to make sure that you've got you know your insurances in in, in place, place yeah. in case something was to happen and that's yeah. you know you, you again it depends on the type of business but it is really important to actually explore those and make sure that you know if you are starting up a business whether you have to be licensed in a particular area and what your legal obligations are what, what would be the best way to find out like your legal obligations is it a google search or is it more of talking to either an accountant or a business coach like yourself like what's the best option yeah. for that to figure that out again it depends you know like again um your accountant knows a lot and yep. and business coach well good business coaches should know um not every not every yeah not every business coach and not every accountant know what they should be telling people but yeah. at the end of the day i always think that you know for example a lot of the trades know what yep. licenses they have if you know if yeah, you're a builder true. if you're a you know electrician if you're a plumber you know what licenses um if you're say in for you know life insurance and stuff like that you have you you're under a, a super legal strict yeah yeah they're super strict mortgage brokers have got like you know all yeah. things in place that govern what they you know they can and can't do so mm. they you know if you're going into that type if you want to start up a mortgage broking business like yeah. when i started up years ago it was very different to what it was what it now, you yeah. had to be accredited you had to do your training you had to yeah. keep your you know points up those sorts of things but nowadays the you know the obligations are huge so you really need to either speak to someone who's in the industry already or speak you know like get get some you know legal advice from um the right type of people so you know your insurance people usually know um so your business insurance people usually would know that sort of information and also just a quick google search would probably help you out too google is (laughs) our best friend sometimes (laughs) all right so then let's go to uh point six now so build your support team so mm, what do you this need? This is a great one. Yeah. So, you know, you need people who you can trust, I think, is so important. And I think, you know, building a network of people that you can trust and know that are going to work towards helping you be a better business person. Yeah. So, you know, people like, you know, have I got, have I got a, you know, you may not be up to a bookkeeper stage right up front. I always believe that when you're starting out in business, yeah. you need to understand and know your books upfront yourself and when we say books and some people might be like especially people starting out in business they're like what the heck is a bookkeeper yeah um it's pretty much just someone that helps reconcile your accounts and you might be saying what the heck is reconciling (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty much someone who just keeps all your accounts and all your finances organized so then the accountant can come in and do your tax and all that stuff yeah but yeah yeah, like mom's saying it is always good to learn that stuff yourself so then when you do get someone on board you know what they're doing and they're not just coming in and having access to all these different things and keep them accountable because i mean like you know years gone by like you know one of our first um you know uh, bookkeepers accountants Mm. like they just got it all wrong and then cost us you know fringe benefits tax which we didn't we didn't yeah and and so you know like uh, we learned the hard way yeah and so you know it was when i then you know okay i'm gonna learn how to do my own book work and i've always encouraged anybody i work with i say you know this is one of the fundamentals that you need to learn yourself you need to learn what income is coming in what 
expenses are going out yeah. and whether you're making a profit or a loss. So it's yeah, it's true. really important. <laughs> it's always good to know in your business if you're actually making money or not. And then you can keep the people that, you know, as you grow bigger and scale yeah. up, you can then keep, you know, keep those other people. You know what, you should have your finger on your pulse of your business. Yeah. And so, you know, that's one of the, the things. Um, a good accountant, you know, definitely you need a good accountant, yeah. someone who can, you know, not just do your tax. You know, you don't yeah. want someone who just does your tax. You yeah. really want somebody who is going to help you if you've got if you're really serious about growing your business you really need to have somebody who can um you know guide you help you you know obviously save you tax but help with structuring you as you grow as well from that sole trader to partnership to company company when it's right to register for gst so that's another one you Um, want like a creative accountant if that makes sense like that's kind of how i would creative to the letter of the law yeah obviously (laughs) that kind of sounds a bit dodgy yeah you want to like obviously a legal creative accountant yes. someone that's going to stick to the laws but also find ways like even like just smart ways to make the business smart work ways. for yeah. you and exactly. so you're not losing money on tax and things like that so yeah. always pay your tax but there are well, smart pay- ways that the government allows us to you know get yeah. around some, some things so we can actually make more money just a little side point on that like yep. you know i i get lots of people in business go oh, i don't want to pay tax i don't want to pay tax <laughs> yeah, and i learned from a very very smart successful business person you know what? When you're paying tax, you're making money. <laughs> I know. I say that all the time, especially to even like some friends who are, would say that sometimes and they're like, oh, tax time's coming around. I got to pay tax. I'm like, use it. Like, take that as yeah, a compliment. As like, exactly. I made this you much money be- and I'm paying this much in tax. It sucks that you're paying in tax. But at the end of the day, like, when you well, pay tax, you're making money. Yeah. So, yeah. so you do learn to make, you know, your tax, you know, you learn to make it more efficient. Oh, yeah. But there's nothing wrong with, you tax know, deductions tax all the deductions. Way. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with tax deductions. But, you know, like, but look at the bigger picture yeah. that, you know, I, I did this with a client the other day and said, you know, they said, oh, I don't want to pay any more tax like this. And I'm like, but you're making money. How good is that? <laughs> and they know, were like, right? it was like the light bulb went on and they went, Oh yeah, yeah true, and I was true. like, yeah. So um, yeah. So build build a support team, whether yeah. that be your marketing team, and obviously, or even even outside of that. So to kind of cut you off, but even outside of the people that work for you, but even like, or I've found, especially being a young person in business, having a support team of good quality friends around you, uh, and even like also going into like networking groups, like yeah, like being an I or the council chamber meetings, whatever it is, like find people yeah. that you can kind of that are either more experienced than you or people that are actually just going to support you for everything that you're doing. So even yeah. I have a great group of friends that have always supported me in business, even though they're not in business, they've always supported me with it. Yeah. And it's like the whole quote about show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Yes. I might have mentioned that in you, the first or second think, podcast. Yeah, look, but I, I, yeah, it's, it's also such a, who, influ- who influences yeah. you. Yeah. And you become, so you know, I've always told you, you know, yeah, this is the mum. Yeah, this is the mum speaking. You become who you associate with. Yeah. So, you know, and I always think about iron sharpens iron. So if you want to, you know, like you want to do better in business, better in life, then yeah. you get alongside someone who's a step ahead of you yeah. and you lean into them and you learn from them because yeah. that is, that is you know, that's building a great support team. Um, you know, like me, even as a seasoned, you know, business, um, business yeah. owner, I have got people around me that are way ahead of me and that yeah. I rely on. And, um, you know, that that is iron sharpening iron and, yeah. it, and it makes me be a better business person. So especially when you're starting out, have yeah. people in your world that, you know, surround you yourself with them, surround yourself with good quality people yeah. and, and, you know, get rid of the negative people that tell you that you can't, you know, <laughs> I always have this thing is, you know, philosophy is, 
you know, in all the businesses that I've started, I've said, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. If I if I have a dream inside of me that's burning mm. so hard and I've looked at all these things that, you know, we've looked at so far and I've checked them off, you know, then, you know what, give it a shot. Like, yeah, you know, I don't, like I don't want to get to the end of my life and go, you know what, I could have done this or I could have done that. I can, I, I'm going to get to the end of my life and go, wow, look at all the things that I got to do yeah. and had so fun exciting. along the way. So, um, yeah. So anyway, that's, that's a little bit, build your support team. That was point six. Okay. Point seven, figure out your finance plan. Uh. Duh, finance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> finance always, sorts of, uh, I guess it trips up people. Um, they have a great idea. They get excited. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't have any money. And it also, it's like, like kind of what you just said, it trips up people, but it stops people from actually pursuing this. Yeah. And it's such a big destroyer of business when yeah, it comes to that. But, you but. Can, there's so many things that you can do. Yeah, 100%. You know, like, you know, like if you really, ha- if it really is burning inside of you, then you'll find a way to make it happen. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, you'll find the discipline to, yeah. you know, like we talked about last week, you know, when we were talking about, you know, saving for your first home. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, people go, oh, you know, but I don't want to save. Well, you know what? If you don't want to save, then how are you going to get ahead? Yeah. So, you so know, true. if you have a business a business idea and you know and you've fleshed out everything else and you get to the point where you know, you see, if you've done the work before, you'll yeah. know what it's going to cost you to make it happen. Yeah. So then you put a plan in place and you might have to, it might hold up for a month or two or three months or it might be a year off. Yeah. But you put something in place. Go work a second job to do it it depends how hard you can you know you want to work and obviously starting a business is going to be hard work and some people are like oh but business owners have it so easy sometimes like it's actually quite a bit of work because your brain never shuts off that's one thing but the other thing like what you just said about having a second job um when i started my business i'm pretty sure i talked about this in the second episode um i waited until my freelancing side of things replaced yep. my income so as soon as it replaced my income you were consistently to go i was yeah. like all right i'm pushing into this thing now i'm going full time because i've just replaced my income yeah. obviously then you take a pay cut technically again but you know you, you know you've survived on that income so now your business is making that that's what helped me like that was my goal for the ch- the turning point of like that built my finances for my business. So well, as soon as I it, hit yeah. that goal, I switched over to full-time into my business. Well, that's what I said, you know, yeah. like sometimes you've got to make that commitment that how serious are you about starting this business and, and you've got to weigh up the cost. Yeah. And the cost is sometimes going and getting that second job to just use that second job to save, you know, it could be packing shelves at Coles, like, yeah. you know, pa- doing anything that, you know, just brings in that little bit of extra income that you can set aside yeah, for your definitely. business idea and then be able to do your business idea much better than trying to struggle and, you know. And I've, stress I've, about finances. I've, I've looked at people, you know, there's there's some people that, you know, that, you know, all they do is, you know, oh, I just started this business and I'm whinging about it and complaining about it. It's like, you know what, you don't need to do that. You need to plan for these things, Yeah. you know, and, you know, if you're not earning enough money, then you go get a second job and you work yeah. those. If you really are committed and you know what, Sometimes you just got to work hard to, yeah. to get ahead. And, yeah. you know, if you do it, it's working smarter, okay? That's true. But that comes with time. But when you're first starting out, it is. It's a grind. It's, yeah. it's everything is on. It's on push. Yeah, everything is on the, on the table and you've got to work for it. Yeah. So don't be frightened of hard work because it pays off in the, in the long run. Yeah. But, you know, like that's what I would and say. And even one more thing on that as well when it comes to figuring out your finances I literally just had a meeting. This is just before this um, recording. I had a meeting with two guys who were starting a business mm. and they uh, everything got pushed back a little bit because of COVID and they've got some other things. And there was a few things that popped up that finance-wise, a lot of more money than they yep. did. That they, did they, they didn't expect that much money to cost that much for the, the services that they were looking at. 
And then their way around it, rather than getting disheartened or like giving up on the business, their way around it is like, all right, what's another job we can do? What's yeah. another thing we can do? So Go get that second job. Yeah, they've already got their first job. One yeah. of them's working full time already, but now they're getting like side hustle jobs that they're doing yeah. and they're using that to fund their business, their big idea that's going to one day make these guys millions of dollars, guaranteed. Yeah. Like these guys oh, are going to yeah. do so well with this business. But I that know shows who you, you. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and I know. I, we won't say their names. We won't but, say their names. But, but yeah, you know, for, like, we've signed NDA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it shows you like, you know those people and they're, they're hard workers and like, they're so passionate about their business and they're they're doing the hard work, yep. working smarter on different things and making sure everything they do, they're using their time wisely. I think but it's just funding doing, their, their idea and their passion. They're doing what it takes to make it happen. And yeah. I think that's, you know, like we have, we do have some people who want to enjoy the spoils of it, but don't actually want to work hard for it. So I guess, you know, like um, figuring out, you know, yeah. what it's going to take. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so we're over to point um, eight now, which the is the final point. The final point. point. Eight. Yep, that's How it. Exciting. Okay, so market your business. Now I'm going to hand that over to you because you're my little marketing expert. Yeah. And um, you know, so what do you think that people should get ready? Um, you know, we're looking at starting a business. Yeah. What should they look at when it comes to marketing your business? Yeah. So it's it's actually a question that I get asked quite a lot when I work with clients because we work in the marketing industry, and I always ask the client. Uh, so who's your target market? Who is your ideal client? And the first thing they say is usually it's very broad. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. they say oh, <laughs> any business owner, anyone who, who wants to it. pay for my services. Um, but it's not always the case. And I always use this example for real estate agents. So we sell lots of properties um, with different real estate agents on Facebook. And a lot of those properties are usually five bedroom homes, right? So let's say we're selling a five bedroom home. I'm not going to just sell that to anyone and everyone, right? Um, or the agent's not going to sell that to anyone and everyone. They're going to sell that to a very specific type of person. Yeah. And that type of person usually is a person with parents, um, usually a parent with children aged between certain age brackets, um, usually with teenagers as well because they need yep. more space as they grow up. So that's where you can get into the nitty gritty of who your target market is. And that's why it's always good to talk to experts about, like marketing experts about, like help me figure out my target market because you might right. be surprised. Like my target market is technically any business owner, right? But I know in certain areas, I specialize in different things. Like I, I know that I, my ads work really well for tradies. So I'm yep. going to get into specific tradies and then even go into deeper into that. I know that ads work really well for plumbers and um, people who are in construction rather than or like flooring. electrician or anything. Yeah. yeah, or flooring. Like yeah. those ads do 10 times better and they're a lot easier to market. So that is my ideal client. So that's kind of how you figure out your market and who your market is it's the best way to do it yeah i think people forget to have a look at the demographics they forget to have a look at you know they just get excited about their business yeah. idea and they go oh you know everybody's every i'm going to sell it to everybody yeah. and, and you actually get better results if you actually map it out and plan it out yeah. and i know working with you that the clients get that sort of you know added added look at their business and, and yeah. that's you know something i do with businesses as well i look at you know, who are their ideal clients, yeah. not who they think they are, but who they really are yeah. so that we can actually hit it on the head and make more profit faster yeah. than actually just doing the traditional, let's start a business <laughs> and struggle, 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 struggle. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, you know, five years down, you realize who your target market is. So, yeah. you know, when you could have had reaped those benefits from right from day one. So there's some definitely things that you can do yeah. a lot smarter. You know, we say work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Yes, I believe in hard work but I also believe that you should be you know um, a little bit you know smarter about you know how yeah. you you know even you know attack all these points that we've talked about today yeah, 
having those behind you, just th- those things. I mean, there's so much more to starting a business. These yeah, are just, so much just more. Ti- this is the tip of the iceberg, and, Joel. And actually speaking of how there's a lot more than just the eight points we talked about today, I was thinking while we're recording this, maybe we should record a part two of this um, this episode. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, and I think, I think so if you've got questions about business and starting business, go over to our Instagram, over to our Facebook, send us some messages there with the questions you might have and then hopefully we can answer all of them. We'll try and answer all of them, yeah, but maybe it. we'll answer some of them in the next um, couple episodes, maybe yeah. in a couple of weeks we'll, we'll yeah, do we'll, a we'll compile, part two. If we can compile some of those um, questions yeah. and then put them together, I think that would be really great. People get their, their personal questions answered yeah, and we'll do awesome. our best to and, answer them. Yeah, and we know that we get questions like that all the time. Oh, way. absolutely. Like, so we already have some questions from some of our, our close network already. So yeah. we'll definitely do a part two answering questions about business you guys have um, based on these eight points we talked about today. But yeah. yeah, sounds good. So yeah, anyway. we'll see you guys next next week. So we release these every Thursday. So make sure you're listening on Spotify and we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week.